You're listening to the Gold Standard Podcast. I'm your host, three-time Olympian and motivational speaker, Leah Amico. On this show, we're going to dig deep to unlock what it actually takes to build a foundation for greatness. If you're an ambitious person with big vision, but you feel like fear is holding you back, get ready for some major breakthroughs. Let's dive in. Hey, welcome back to the Gold Standard Podcast. This is episode number 68. And I hope that with all this crazy weather around the country, you are staying safe. You are staying inside if you need to. Um, There's been so many different things that this past week, the tornadoes that have gone through a few states in the south and southeast, and then the crazy snow. I mean, California, I live in California. We've gotten more snow, I think, than ever before. I know for me, I've never, and I've lived in California my entire life, I've never seen snow as low as it is on the mountains that are about 45 minutes from my house. It's been beautiful and amazing, but man, just knowing people are up there, I've heard a number of people that got trapped and snowed in. There's some people went up just for the weekend and and were there on vacation and weren't able to get out. But with that being said, I hit my own uh, storm and issue this past weekend as I was flying to Ohio to do an event. And I was working with some softball athletes in the area and then speaking on Sunday. And on Friday night, I was flying through Chicago to Detroit. And then I was going to be driving about an hour to near Toledo, Ohio to do this event. And you know, I saw there was kind of a storm coming exactly where I was flying. And so I knew that, okay, you know, it, it wasn't enough to change my flight. It was kind of this wait and see approach and just had this feeling like, okay, I could get to Chicago. If I can get there, I might get stuck there. And sure enough, I, I had no problem getting on my flight from California to Chicago. Everything was on time. Everything is good. I had about a three hour layover originally which eventually looked like it was going to turn into four hours with a delay. And then at one point was going to be about six or seven hours because my flight had been changed nine different times. I've never, I've had a lot of flights, times change, delays happen, things move, but I have never had a situation where the flight was changed nine times. I just kept getting email after email after email. And it was crazy because at one point it went from you know, you know, when they push it back, obviously there's delays and planes are being held or the flight coming in is delayed. You know, if it moves back by an hour, two hours, that's normal, right? That happens and not fun, but you're like, that's all right. I want to be safe. We got to get there. And at one point, again, it had, I think we were going to arrive at one thirty in the morning. I'm thinking, okay, then I'll drive an hour after I get my rental car, get to the the hotel around 2.30 in the morning and wasn't wasn't looking forward to driving in icing conditions. I'm from Southern California. We do not drive in snow. I do not drive in snow. <laughs> the couple times that I've been to, seems like Pennsylvania. I've been to Pennsylvania and had some snow where people were driving. And I was like, oh, this is a little, little sketchy. Uh, Connecticut one time on a freeway in some snow kind of started to, to fishtail a little bit, but luckily the driver I was with was able to kind of let the car do its thing and we didn't run into anybody. So I just don't love that. I'm not used to it. I don't love it. Well, anyways, at some point waiting for my flight, they eventually around 9 PM, they say the flight is canceled. Well, it's an hour later where I'm flying to. So in Ohio, it's 10 PM at this point. So immediately at 9 a.m. the next morning, we're starting our event. So now it's 12 hours away, and I 
find out that my flight is canceled. There was a storm. There was no way that night. And they basically, over the loudspeaker, they say, most of you have already been rebooked, but tomorrow there are no flights out. And one gentleman that I was next to, he actually said, oh my gosh, they booked me in two days. I'm not staying here two days. And I remember thinking, well, I'm flying back home in two days. So this is interesting. What am I going to do? And talk to my host and they were like, all right, let's think of some ideas and then let's connect. And so we had to think fast. You have to be on your feet because the problem was presented, but the key is what can I do about it, right? And for me, yeah, I could just say, hey, it's just not going to work out, but I want to do everything in my power to figure out a solution to be able to get to point B, right? The ending point that I'm trying to get to. And that happens in our lives. We, we you know, plan, we make, we make goals, we, you know, are doing something, we have our schedule, maybe our routine, but then something happens. I mean, this is such life, right? For all of us, something happens most of the time, and it just will get us off of our, off of our schedule, routine plan. And it's what we do about it next that matters most, how we respond, sitting there and complaining and being frustrated and angry was going to do zero, right? That was not what I needed to do. And so we did a couple things. First of all, I immediately tried to say, okay, um, are there any other flights with any other airlines? Well, at this point, no, we're not going into that airport because the storm is hitting that airport. Where I was going was a little more south, so there was not necessarily the the storm in the area I was dry. I would need to drive to or get to or you know a different area trying to get into Toledo, Ohio. But there was nothing. It was already late at night. There wasn't any more time really. So then the next thing I looked at, okay, can I get a rental car? Um, I was supposed to pick up a rental car in Detroit, but maybe I can cancel that and get one in Chicago and drive. It's about uh, four and a half hours, ended up being closer to five by the time, you know, we had some ice and different things eventually. But I was like, okay, I can maybe get a rental car and looked in and there were no rental cars available that I was able to uh, get from Chicago, book right then and leave it in Detroit when I was leaving two days later because I wasn't coming back to Chicago. And so the key was like, okay, how do I make this happen? So that was not available. Then I looked at trains and buses and none of those were available to where I was heading. And so the last option, well, I looked at Uber and, and Lyft and there was no, there were no Ubers that would take me from Chicago to Ohio where I was trying to go. But then we came up with a plan that worked and the host said, hey, maybe we can find a halfway point because if we come all the way to get you, it's going to be about 10 hours and pretty much we're going to be starting our day as soon as we get back and no sleep through the night. And so they said, here's a meeting point in the middle. See if you can get an Uber there. And that ended up being the solution. That ended up being the solution. An Uber would take me to, ended up taking about two and a half hours by the time we got there. We had to slow down in some areas. Okay, let me tell you. That was the solution. I was very happy. I was a little stressed out. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. I was stressed out. My driver, nice guy. He was, he's from Egypt. He's only been in America for two years. He spoke broken English. He said he didn't even know English before he came to America. So he's been, he's been learning it very good for two years only. Um, so there were certain things I was talking, we were talking quite a bit and some things he definitely did not understand, but what worried me was I was thinking in my head, you know what? First of all, this car is a small car. And if I see roads and conditions, if we end up spinning out, like, I, man, we don't really stand a chance. A bigger car would definitely make me feel a little more safe, right? And he drives pretty fast. And he tells me he's only been driving for Uber for two months. 
And then I'm thinking, you know what? In Egypt, they do not have snow and ice. <laughs> they do not. So this guy does not have much experience driving me on these icy roads. And we're close to like the side that we're in like the left, far left lane on the freeway for a little while. And right next to that yellow line, literally the road had been cleared just to that yellow line. And there's just this all snow the rest of the way. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, if he veers a little bit to the left, I'm thinking, just keep your eyes on the road. Please stay straight. Don't let the car veer at all. Cause I'm just thinking if he goes into that ice and you know, again, the car spins or something. So I of course was praying and just thinking, okay, it's okay. Just got to get to this hotel where he was going to drop me off. And he ended up getting me there safely. There were some parts where he had to slow down. It, it, it definitely, thank goodness there were not many cars on the road. I think that's probably the biggest blessing was because of the time it was the middle of the night. Um, but for the most part, there were not many cars around us. So that made me feel a little bit better in case anything happened. But I ended up getting to the hotel and then we had another two and a half hours once my host came and picked me up and I felt a little bit better because their car actually had four wheel drive. And the host even said that she was speaking, um, just kind of talking about the ordeal that happened. And she said, you know, um, she said, I, I just kept telling my husband, like, are we doing the right thing by trying to push and make this happen? Um, you know, what if something happens to our cars when we're on the road? And she's like, we don't want to kill an Olympian. <laughs> so anyways, everything worked out at 4.30 in the morning. 4.30 in the morning, I made it to my hotel, was able to take about a three-hour nap, and then got up, and we went to the field and the turf indoor in a facility and spent about 10 day, 10 hours, sorry, not 10 days, maybe it felt like 10 days, 10 hours working with the athletes and just having a great time and sharing knowledge and wisdom. And then Sunday was able to speak at the event that I also was brought in for. So I say that to say where there is a will, there is a way. At first it was like, okay, what, what can we do? We're thrown with it. I saw a couple people around me, very frustrated, some words flying that, you know, I don't want to repeat. And uh, of course, of course, people are like trying to figure things out. And then there's the mad rush for everybody to get to the, to the hotels that night. And for me, it was like, nope, that's not an option for me. I mean, it was an option, but first, my first options are going to be, how can I get to where I'm trying to go? And if I have something tomorrow morning in 12 hours, then I need to figure this out. And so when somebody said this and I thought it was pretty funny, I'll never forget it. I'll never forget that experience, but I'll also never forget somebody said, okay, so basically you marched forth. It was March 4th at 4.30 a.m. when we arrived at the hotel and we did. We marched forth on March 4th. And so <laughs> we figured out a way, we figured out a solution. So this is your reminder that when things go bad and when they don't turn out what you're, you're thinking they will, and when you're faced with a problem, but you know that you have to figure out a way to get to that solution. Uh, think of it this way. Obstacles are things to be overcome, but also think about obstacle courses. We all like obstacle courses when we're little, right? Because we go around things, we move through things, we go under things and through things. Let's use our mind to help us create that obstacle course that's going to get us to the finish line. All right. Have a great day. This is the Gold Standard Podcast. Hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you here next time. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Gold Standard Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share it with a friend. You can post on social media and tag at Leah20USA or use hashtag Gold Standard Podcast. Make sure you also subscribe so you get notified each week as a new episode releases. 
You can subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. We appreciate your reviews as they help encourage others to listen in. Until next time, live out the gold standard and keep turning your goals into reality.